bangerang. Uh, it's too early. We uh, the last podcast was too early to this one. What am I even going to talk about? I had to just like figure out. This is what happens at the thirty-minute mark. Now at the zero-minute mark <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Charlie broke seventy-nine, baby. Making our way. New Year's. Hope everyone's doing well. I got some things to talk about. We're going to talk about California. We're going to talk about, uh, I watched the Chernobyl documentary, Chernobyl movie. Talk about that a little bit. I love talking about the good old USSR. That's going to be fun. What else happened? Life changing. Not life changing, just some changing things. My life is moving, moving. You know, all these good things. Learned a lot for these of them out from the, doing the first episode, the Charlie Broke show, some things, turning off the light, white balancing properly. The main camera was not set up right. I'm going to stop looking at this camera, the one that I just switched to, to make it look at me because I keep making eye contact with that camera and I shouldn't. It's supposed to be a side a profile shot. The only time it's switched to that is when I do this, when I hit one of these. See this, Davey? When I hit one of these, when I go from here and I turn to you, that's that's what that's for. Uh, let's get right into it. too bad last time you had permission to talk a lot of it though that's okay uh california bans e-cigs that are flavored can you look that up for me can we get some more news about that they ban flavored vapes in order to curb the la smog um that's what i read at least uh there's so much smog in la la is the number one polluter of the air in the united states um, one of the highest in the world, and uh, to in order to maybe help with that, there see there's this is the thing. California has an infrastructure that makes people want to constantly put drugs in their body. This is a fact, and one of those drugs is nicotine. And in order to curb the amount of drug use that people are using, they're banning the best ones that people decide to do. Because prohibition has always proved to work, especially in America. When people get hooked onto something, the best thing to do is to take it away, right? It's kind of like when you're when a child gets used to being given candy or a toy every time he gets mad. It's in essence the same thing, because L.A. is a really safe, sound, fun, clean city. And since it is all those things, they want to continue perpetuating that uh, by making sure that no one's blowing smoke everywhere. So no one's blowing flavored smoke everywhere. You can still blow crack and weed 
but nothing that smells pretty. Nothing that smells like a Sour Patch gummy. That's mm-mm, that's a no-no. You can buy 500 milligram edibles, but if you dare think for a moment that you're going to get a mint flavored, some creme brulee flavored, some Sour Patch worm, some gummy, some you know guava fruit, mango twist flavored vape, you're wrong dummy what do you see about this what are we seeing i mean there's not much more to it than what it what it is i'm uh it includes pouches and tobacco um really i'm, not, I'm a, I i've never heard of flavored tobacco but i don't yuck i don't smoke what the fuck oh that's the stopwatch jesus christ this podcast a rookie is mistake <coughs> a bit of yes. a rookie mistake yeah sorry Pouches? Could you imagine? I mean, th- dude, chewing tobacco in general is disgusting. Could you imagine it having a flavor to it? Have you ever chewed b- tobacco before? No, I haven't. I ha- they, they're probably talking about like Zen, Zen packs. Right. I remember the first time I chewed tobacco was in college, which is an interesting place. You know, that's usually not the first for that. College is a first of a lot of things, you know, but not usually the first for chewing tobacco i had a friend visit me he's in the military and he uh he was he was into chewing and he gave me some i was so high and so drunk and he gave me an amount that would clearly make a normal person throw up but he was kind of playing a joke on me right and i did it i put it in my mouth you know in your in your jaw right in your gum and uh i think i felt one of the most highest points of my life after i did that the room started melting it was spinning it was the craziest nicotine high i've ever experienced i didn't feel a lick of nausea and i felt like i was tripping it was insane i've never tried it don't it's gross you have to like spin the cup it burns your gums it's disgusting classless behavior if you ask me puts holes in your gums too yeah, you get you get cancer, you get mouth cancer. All the it's, it's super acidic. I don't understand why that's a staple blue collar work. I mean, I do because blue collars do it, but uh, they shouldn't. It's gross. The fact that you need something to spit in, you know what I mean? Like, a, you know what you need for a cigarette? The ground. That's all you need. A lighter in the ground. You shouldn't need a cup. It's gross. People like fucking, like people who do it in their homes. <laughs> Like they're a cowboy. And it goes, ding. That like little XXX jar. The moon. What? <laughs> <laughs> the poison. Ding. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I watched the Chernobyl documentary on HBO. Very good. Very good. I do suggest everyone watch that because it's it's not anti-Soviet. It's anti-Soviet in a good way. In a way that actually makes sense doesn't feel propagandized. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, a little yawn there. doesn't feel propagandized. It just feels proper about how this, like, tragedy... You know, it's crazy. You still can't go to Chernobyl. The entire time I was watching the documentary, though, I just kept it thinking, 50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. If anyone played Call of Duty 4, but it doesn't matter. The thing is, is that it was a disaster. A lot of... Dude, so when Chernobyl happened... They sent a bunch of firefighters 
and the firefighters had no idea that it was just an exposed core of radiation that was like fuming out like a smokestack and uh if you look at what radiation poisoning does to you it melts you you get melted your cells within you become rearranged and you start melting at first you're in pain and then you start to like heal or seem to be healthy and like you can walk around and then once like two or three days go by uh, your organs, it, like every piece of your body starts to melt. It's crazy. Um, these firefighters had to, when you know, ultimately when they're getting sent to the hospital and they're sick from this radiation poisoning, it's disgusting, isn't it? Look at that. We can't show that, but it's crazy. They they look. They're like, it, it's. It is like man-made horrors beyond comprehension. The damage that radiation poisoning does to the body. You click it on, li yeah, that's from the movie, but that's like an accurate depiction of what radiation poisoning does to you. Just lesions, and you're blistering and bleeding. You go blind, depending on how many, how much you've been exposed to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's gross. It's nasty. But you can uh uh the, the 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 firefighters who went there they're being taken to the hospital and the nurses are taking out. Mind you, when you get radiation particles on you, it's particles that are getting on you. It's not in, in like rays. It's particles of of at the, uh, uranium, pretty much that's getting on you. And the nurses had to they would they were taking the clothes off of the firefighters to put them in gowns and stuff like that. And they threw the clothes in the basement because they were so radioactive. And to this day, the clothes are still in the basement of this hospital. And if you go there, they're like uh, uh, durometer, durometers, um, the thing that the little clickers, that yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, for yeah, like yeah. radiation. Dosimeters. When they start beeping... When they put the beepers next to the clothes, they're still putting out like 50, 55 like rodigans, which is the measurement of of uh, radio. Yeah, isn't it like Geiger counter? Isn't that the name? Geiger count. Yeah, dosimeters, Geiger counters. Um, yeah, look at what the measurement. What measurement is do Geiger counters use? So this, yeah. So I want to look into this. I want to see. Okay. Yeah, yeah thank great. you. Great. Yeah, awesome. Okay, Thanks it measures that. radiation, I guess. <laughs> what unit here? What unit does it use? I'll use... You okay. can pronounce that. I'm going to say Pequero. <laughs> Pequero, BQ, or an international, or the Curie, CI. Well, they were using... Uh, maybe in uh, the movie, they were the documentary, they were using... They said Rodigans, Rowingans, but that might be the Russian. Mm -hmm. Um... Look up how much ra how many units of radiation is harmful. I want to see because it's like you're watching this movie, you're seeing all these horrendous things happening to like innocent people who had nothing to do with the event. They threw so many lives at it and so many people died early just being around it. 1000 MSV which a thousand of anything though, it sounds. Yeah, right. 
it's hard to look at. It fix yeah. It, so <laughs> I would just encourage to watch it because the thing is, is that they break down this event that not a ton of people know about Chernobyl, which is in, I believe it's in uh, Ukraine now. Um, and when it exploded, you know, they had no idea really what happened. There's a type of nuclear reactor called, uh, man, look up the type of nuclear reactor that was at Chernobyl. Um, but these types of reactors couldn't, weren't supposed to explode. They weren't built like that. Reactors use f a process, RBMK reactors. So RBMK reactors, what are they? What does it say? Uh, an unusual the reactor design one. Nothing useful. Hmm. Yeah, but RBMK reactors, they weren't expected to explode. It's just interesting watching how the Soviet un Union, or just the Union, or the Soviets, decided to respond to the event. They pretty much built nuclear bombs all over their country. Uh, and only some people really knew about it. Pretty much what it is is that they have like a red button for when there's an emergency at these nuclear reactors. And when they press the red button, what's supposed to happen is that all the rods are supposed to submerge uh, in order to keep the radioactivity down. Right, so once all the rods rods submerge back into the reactor, it kind of resets the reactor, calms it down. But what was happening is that these, uh, when the reactor was breaking down and had all this energy being dispersed, that when they would press the button, uh, the first thing that was hitting the reactor was not the uranium. The first thing that was hitting the reactors was graphite, and graphite doesn't get absorbed inside the reactor it displaces mm -hmm. so since it's displacing energy it meant that they were putting more pressure into the reactor since they were doing that during a reactor that was the reactor was supposed to run around three th at a max of like three thousand megawatts at the time of chernobyl chernobyl the last reading that they got before it exploded was thirty three thousand so imagine you have a <laughs> pressure bomb and the last thing you do is put more pressure into it and it explodes the roof off a building, mm -hmm. right? And that's what's crazy because you have, a, you know, it's a nuclear reactor. You have an invisible menace that's flying around. Um, there was so much radiation f fuming out of Chernobyl that they were they got readings of radiation in Sweden. Which... How close is that? So look at um so look where Chernobyl is on the map. And then just go the literally like the Yeah, and it is in Ukraine, I believe. Yeah. Yes, it's in Ukraine. About a thousand miles away. Right. Imagine that. Yeah. So there's road trips that aren't that long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's road trips that aren't a thousand miles long. I've driven that. That's a long fucking way for radiation to travel. Because you have to think, just because the radiation made it a thousand miles, it's not like it flew in a clump. <laughs> that means that there's a thousand miles of radiation behind it still going. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Uh, but yes, this event almost was catastrophic to the entire world. Um, the Soviets had failed on such a tremendous... It's It's crazy to think that if Chernobyl didn't happen, that there could have been a chain reaction of events 
that could have made a large portion of the world uninhabitable. Uh, and if the Soviets didn't respond in the way that they did to solve the crisis, it could have been tremendously worse. They they had to use boron and sand in order to snuff the fire. They used 5,000 tons of boron and sand, and they carried it in it carried it in via helicopter mm-hmm. um dumped it all on the dumped it all on the on the reactor to then uh when the meltdown began which it literally does melt into the ground they had to send coal miners in order to uh build a a concrete like platform for when it got to it it would stand and not keep melting because if it kept melting into the earth <laughs> It would have gone into the groundwater, right. which would it's like you're you're done, like it the, the groundwater that goes into the river, that like goes into another country, so then you're sending irradiated water that's used for farming for drinking into another country, which mind you would probably start a war. <laughs> yeah, like get in the ocean eventually. Right, and get into the ocean. Um, the the. Look up how many uh, Chernobyl compared to nuclear bombs when it comes to radiation. This is what's crazy. Uh, 400 times more radioactive material into the atmosphere than the bomb we dropped on Hiroshima. That's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. They, you know what the half-life is on uh, some of the uranium that they use? Some of the uranium half-life would exist for 50,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, they pretty much made... You know, there's nothing... What's interesting about Chernobyl is that there's nothing natural. In the, there's nothing in the natural world that would ever cause that much harm besides what I, i'm not on the level i'm just talking about natural disasters a tsunami a meteor earthquakes yeah. right a meteor is fair but even that's a bit unnatural unnatural right that's a freak incident mm-hmm. a big enough meteor that caused that much damage right this is man-made horrors behind beyond comprehension yeah. <laughs> right the damage done to humanity and to humans when this when the Chernobyl ha- incident happened is honestly what's crazy is that there wasn't like zombies like they didn't like spawn a demon out of the pit that it was melting in look up have you ever seen the picture of the elephant's foot yes i have look that up i want to see this real quick we'll show the audience the chernobyl elephant's foot is just when it's melting down the photographer that took a picture of the elephant's foot. So this is this is part of the reactor pretty much. This is the uranium ooze. They made magma. So th- what's going on is that the the ooze that you see, this is pretty much magma that they created out of pouring the sand and boron on it. That's why it looks like that. And they called it the elephant's foot. Um the guy who took that picture died <laughs> <laughs> from radiation poisoning. Who so took the picture of the guy taking the picture. <laughs> what is uh what is um I wonder what um cuz you they're start 
dumb. It's stupid. They're starting to let people um, go back to Chernobyl. Not live there, but they're letting people um, into it more. They found that there's a species, a mushroom, in Chernobyl now that can withstand radioactivity. Hmm. And that there's wolves. They have animals living in Chernobyl that have withstood the radiation. Yeah, the mute. There's animal mutations happening. Trying to find some. Um. (laughs) But I imagine if you're around that much, like, like it's in the movies for a reason. The fucking giant, the Godzilla, the nuclear bomb blows up and makes a lizard into a god, right? It's in there for a reason. Sorry, I just really wanted to talk about Chernobyl because it's fascinating. It's interesting. A lot of people, it's an event that no one really pays attention to, you know, because um, it is, you know, not. A, it, it was a big deal for the time in the 80s, but at the time, even when it was coming out, the, the, the Soviets had so much propaganda surrounding it that you weren't getting a true story for people who even lived back there. You have to look into it now. And you could say that about a lot of things. There's, a, you know, like one thing that we don't even, you know, when it comes to America, I would say the American event of that. Uh, see, now look up, look up this. Look up Three Mile Island. So this is interesting. We've had three big nuclear reactors break down in the country and in the, in around the world. We've had Chernobyl. We've had Fuk- Fukushima. And we had Three Mile Island. So this is what in, what's, uh, what's interesting. Was it say radiation from? Uh, it just said it didn't. There no nobody died. That's nobody died. Well, yeah, Chernobyl was a disaster among disasters, but Fukushima was not Japan's fault, right? Fukushima was uh, a tsunami hitting a nuclear reactor, which they learned that maybe you shouldn't put nuclear reactors within tsunami distance in Japan. Yeah, with the Three Mile Island incident, what's it say? It was a meltdown, right? Yeah. It was a meltdown. Yeah. It's in New York, I believe. Uh, no, it's in Pennsylvania. But we had a mild melt. The thing is, is that we want nuclear power really bad in this country, right? We have to ask ourselves who's going to run them. Like, we have a lot of decent amount of nuclear reactors now, and they're not having problems. I think we've learned our lesson enough because the fear of a nuclear reactor legitimately melting down is so catastrophic that I don't think anyone will play. Chernobyl was used as an example against nuclear energy for a long time. Even though the events at Chernobyl had nothing to do with the actual ad- uh, with the actual collection of electricity it had to do with the, you know, you can't make them cheap. It turns out that it's not like a car. It's not like a phone. A nuclear reactor is a bomb that if you decide to make them cheap, people die. I So in that case, I guess it is like a car. But, you know, on a much more intense level, if a car, if one cheap car ca- caused a pileup of three th- 5,000 people, maybe we start getting closer to what a nuclear power plant could do. But it's interesting, the conversation of green energy as we go forward. Germany used to be entirely powered not entirely powered, but used to have a ton, a ton of nuclear power plants, and they dismantled many of them uh, and switched to oil. 
And now a lot of their energy is relying on Russia. And the problem is, is that when you're a neighbor of a warring country, pretty much, right? Ukraine and Russia. And you take the side of the enemy, of the person that you're getting your energy from, it becomes problematic because they can threaten to turn your water off. Pretty much, it's like, imagine if Russia was your landlord, and if you didn't shoot your neighbor, um, you get your electric bill turned out. You don't have any electricity. Could you imagine where that's problematic? Met your landlord. <laughs> I need you to shoot your... Hey, for next month's rent, I need you to shoot your neighbor. <laughs> He's kind of a pain in the ass. He kind of has some cool stuff, and I kind of want it. And if uh, you could just get rid of him for me, that would be great. Um, and then if you don't, I'm going to turn your water off and I'm going to lock you in your house. That's the situation to summarize, to say the least. We have, uh, you know, the, when I was watching the documentary, it's like we need to start getting a move on with green energies like now in a sense of I, I don't mean this in like a annoying way. Or like, a, we need to make change right now. I just mean this in the sense of the more we rely on a, a resource that comes from a different country, the less leverage we have as our own country, right? And the more stress we put on people who live within this country, right? Like OPEC, OPEC in, in the Middle East that has control over, you know, the oil depositories there. You know, they get to say how much they get to pump. If they pump less, that means supply is down. And if demand is the same and supply is down, that means they get to charge more, which just makes things shitty for Americans, right? But at the same time, the guy who's making all the electric cars is a dickhead who wants to be a tw fucking CEO of Twitter. So it's like, who do you choose? Who's going to win? It's like there isn't anybody out there that is like Henry Ford. And in some cases, that's good. Um, but you know what I'm saying? I'm saying no one's like, let's make a cheap car for everybody. They're like, listen, let's make a cheap car at the recommended retail price of $45,000 and a monthly payment of about $600. That sounds like a plan. You know, like the thing that's going to kill our march to going to green energy is the people who are making the cars and the people who control the energy production, right? If you're a company that's built on making gas cars, why would you branch away from that? And if you do, you make one model, right? They all have one model of electric vehicles. We have a, the, the Amazon here in Wisconsin. One of them has EV vehicles, EV shipment uh, vehicles. Like, like, and they look different. They look cool. They look future. They look... First of all, they look like they came out of Sim City, what <laughs> they think the future would look like. And in this case, EA was right because they actually do look like that. They look like they came out of the Sim City future expansion. Um, the Sims 4, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, but what I, what I, the problem is, is that I wish... You know, I wish we had solar power. I wish we had wind. You know, I, 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 I'm a bleeding heart for the environment. You know, it sucks because there's so many levels to it, right? There's a lot of people in this our own country that do not respect the environment because they don't care. Because they don't f have any connection to it, right? It's the same way with people. If they live in a, if they live in a part in a city, right, that is the last part of the city that gets its streets done. 
The last part of the city that gets the potholes filled. The last part of the city that gets the lights fixed. The last part of the city where the schools are nice. The hospitals are nice. The police don't take 18 minutes to get there, right? Where the resources are available. If you live in a part of the city where no resources are available, you don't respect your city. You don't respect where you live. Because you have a human instinct to go, if this doesn't care about me, I don't care about it. It's a very American thing. But I think at the end of the day, it is very natural to feel that way. So we're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. It's kind of like, I care about the environment. You know, of course, the environment literally can't care about me. But it does in a weird spiritual way. But no one else seems to really want to do anything. The people in power don't really want to do anything unless they're going to make a buck. Right? If they're going to make money, then they'll do something about it. But again, we don't look at Elon Musk like a savior. There are people who are, and I think they should be put down. That's my sta official stance on that. Uh, the people who look at Elon Musk as like some her like hero of the age don't know who Elon Musk is. And also, Elon Musk looks at you like an ant that he's burning with a magnifying glass. Like, in what world are we in where that's our guy? The guy who puts like shitty memes of himself on a dying social media app. He's going to be the next Chernobyl. You're going to have a fucking SpaceX problem and hit a meteorite that's going to kill like a 10,000 people. I'm just saying, we're setting ourselves up for failure for putting any of our eggs in an Elon Musk basket, right? Mars is such a stupid endeavor. It's dumb. Like, for people who are out there like, it's for it's for humanity. It's not. It's really not. You know what's more for humanity? Going next door or finding someone who's homeless and giving them a meal, right? Going to Mars doesn't help anybody. It helps zero people. And you're like, it's for the advancement of society. This society needs so much advancement in literally every other facet but space, right? I was just talking about how nuclear reactors in the past have blown up and killed thousands of people and in a country that dismantled all of them relies on another country that wants them to kill their neighbor. We have so many other issues besides going to fucking space and we don't have anyone who's like actually taking the reins on making electric vehicles more powerful. But at the same time, the fact that we build cities that are hyper-reliant on fucking car travel is stupid. You know what I mean? You know what's nice to do once in a while? Go for a walk. It's nice to go for a walk, but you guess what? The majority of my life, I haven't lived someplace. I have lived somewhere where there was no one, nowhere worth walking to, right? I would go to school. I'd ride my bike to school, whatever. But everything is so far away. We're not centered. We're not centered. We're very spread out, sporadic. This idea that everyone wants to own a home, right? Ever, here's the thing. The American values are so fucking twisted and weird. It's like everyone's like, I want to own a house and have my own backyard and mow my own lawn. And it's like, well, you live in the age where there's so many companies buying up so many houses that everyone who's the age of 18 probably won't own a home until they're 45. And they won't pay it off. The fucking e-cigs are going to get them before they pay off the rent. I think that's the plan all along. Maybe California's on to something. The fucking vapes are going to kill people before they pay their mortgages off, and then the bank just gets the house. That's the plan. This is the plan, people. They are demons.
that was so great that he um I was one that you you watched the Andrew Callahan documentary. We talked about it last last episode, but when he was with Alex Jones working out with him and Alex Jones broke the bench. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> did you see when he w- did you see the NPR thing yet with him? No, but you told me about it. Yeah. The NPR, yeah. Andrew Callahan. All right, here's another endeavor for us, right? Andrew Callahan has to go on uh, NPR. He's talking about the new, you know, we talked about in the last episode, This Place Rules, right? He goes on, you know, in the documentary, he talks about how freaking poisonous that liberals can be when it comes to media. He goes on NPR. He's talking, all of a sudden this woman goes, you know, what was that all about? You, you, you You were working out and drinking with Alex Jones. What was that all about? And Andrew Callahan's like, what do you mean? And this woman responds with, well, you know, you're doing blah, 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 with one of the worst Americans of all time. You know how many people Alex Jones has killed? Zero. Zero people. Zero. Dahmer was a worse American than Alex Jones, right? I don't get it. I don't get it. This is what we're talking about, the villainization of everybody, of this whole thing, the media being so provocative, right? But not getting us anywhere to a true point. Not getting, you know, the media isn't getting people out into doing things for the environment. The media isn't getting, you know, isn't talking about electric cars. They report on them, but they're not like making a fuss about the actual effects of them. They're not, you know, the news isn't actually talking about the problems that the society is having. They just show you violence. They show you violence and bullshit politics. That's all they do. And here's someone who goes on, Andrew Callahan, who's actually trying to know do something, showing you a problem, being an interviewer by not saying a word, right? Being one of the greatest interviewers by not saying a word, right? Yeah. Going in front of people and just listening to them because there's no one else who's taking the microphone and going, Uh, uh, no. Doesn't matter. Right there, but any, yeah. It yeah. does. I didn't need you to say anything, but that's what they <laughs> sound like. They sound like a walrus. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Everybody in that documentary sounded like a dying seal. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that no one took a moment to listen to a large portion of America, and this is the problems we have. People are worried about people in their walls, <laughs> demons in the tunnels. And not worried about how our energy is coming from a place where they throw gay people off a building still. I'm just saying. Saudi Arabia didn't have women's rights until three minutes ago. Like, <laughs> this is, is this the girl, by the way? Was this? Was yes, it, is that's that the it. Yeah, Robin it, Young. It, it, it records the name? audio. Yeah, yeah. Girls. Oh, you want me to play it? Play you want to watch it? Oh, it's fucking 28 minutes long. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. It wasn't. Well, I mean, we can. Well, let's watch this for like a second and see. Okay, matter. yeah, yeah, who gives okay. a shit? All right. <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah. This is the thing. We're not getting I, I don't want every episode of this podcast to be we're not getting anywhere. <laughs> There's demons. I don't want this <laughs> podcast to become that. I want people to be happy. What I really want my dream in life is what I really like to do is um I'd really like to make a group of people that go out and pick up garbage. I think it's good. You know, I'm sure there's groups like that, but I want something more. I want I want more of an environmentalist twist i want more of a leftist twist on things colleges can't do that they have environmental clubs they go pick up garbage they go do water sampling god bless that's good you know for a lot of people it's for 
you know, for their uh, uh, their resumes, right? If that's the line of work they want to do, if they want to go into that, that's great. But normal people doing something good for the community is good too. But I would love people who are doing something good for the community that have, you know, a provocation to them, right? When someone's picking up garbage, it's not a symbol of saying anything. It's really just, hey, I'm glad I'm, you know, I'm glad there's people out there doing it because I'm going to be the next person who throws this Dunkin', du- this Dunkin Donuts cups out the window and at least they're there to pick it up. You know what I mean? There's just people polluting. But if you had a group of people that had a symbol that kind of had a meaning to it where someone would look at them and go, they're picking up garbage, but I don't like what they think. That's where you get somewhere. Because you get the only way that you get people on your side is making sure the right people are angry at you. This is true. If you want to grow a side of politics that's like you don't like the Trumpies, then the people who are going to agree with you are the people who also don't like the Trumpies, right? That's how you got to do it. If you love Trump, you don't go... If you love Donald Trump and you're running for politics, you don't go up on stage and talk about how much you love politics or you love Trump. You go up on stage and talk about how much you hate the media. You go on stage and talk about how you hate liberals and Ocasio-Cortez and you hate the the globalists, the globalists that are sending all the people over the border to take over this country, right? That's who you hate on, and everyone clicks. They align. They go, he's on our side, right? I don't like Nazis, so everyone who doesn't, who also doesn't like Nazis, should watch this podcast. Okay, so that well, that's the point I'm trying to make. I don't like Donald Trump, right? I like Bernie Sanders. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't really like Ocasio Cortez. She kind of annoys me. I just I don't know what it is, and it's not. And don't say Davy. It's because she's a woman. That's not why. It's not at all why. I just don't – I want someone who comes from a better background that's not a bartender. Does that make sense? Can I say <laughs> That's a fair point. Sure. It's like she – is it that hard to win as a senator if you come from the most, like, liberal <laughs> part of New York? Is it that big of a ch- – if, if you went on stage and went, hey, guys, here's all the things you like, and they went, I like that. <laughs> I like those things. That's me. <laughs> Fucking idiots. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> what are we at for time? Uh, we're There's at no 39. Way we're, we got 10 minutes. We're at 39? Yeah. Yeah. I blacked, I blacked out for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I try not to um to say uh, too much, but I was thinking with the... With the <sighs> what happened to Brendan Schaub? Doesn't matter. The fighter and the kid? Fighter and the kid. Ugh. What happened to Joe Rogan? It's really the big questions we need to be asking. That's the other thing. Alternative media got lame. It got super lame. Everyone's fucking. All right, you got you have alternative media. Who are you gonna watch? Hassan Abi? Who gives a fuck? Destiny? Okay, if they're Twitch streamers, <laughs> does it count? Is it really? I get that it's alternative media and it's on Twitch, but there's something about. This is why Alex Jones was a good alternative media, not good morally. I want that checked. I'm saying why he was successful at it. The let. Hold on. Um, because it looked like a show. It looked like a presentation. It looked like he had a news channel, right? 
I want that alternative media. I want someone to put the effort in. If they're going to be alternative media, I want them to have a news-like look to them, but they don't have to go through news-like means or say news-like things in order to get their message out. When it's just a Twitch streamer who's pulling up clips, clips, I don't give a fuck. Here's my opinion on this clip. Like, shut up! You're like... It's like a it's like he's a podcaster before he's a leftist. Does that make sense? They're Twitch streamers before they're anything act, polit, before they're political activists. Their money, right? Is there people out there who are getting who are finding out politics or finding out new policy or getting opinions that aren't that bad from Hassan Abi who have never really gotten into politics before? Yes. There's people there's young people who are tuning into like Destiny or Asanabi, who are becoming more leftist liberals, who are becoming more liberal in a positive manner, who actually have smart things to say, right? I think Hassan, I think Asanabi, and I think, I think Destiny are smart people. I think they're intelligent people. They're not Steven Crowder, right? Fucking Steven Crowder who goes on there with a gun vest on, which is fucking stupid, right? Steven Crowder, whose intellectual battle is to bring Ethan Klein from H3H3 on to debate politics, who... What the fuck does Ethan Klein know? Ethan Klein barely knows he has a podcast. It's so boring. He forgets he needs to be fucking entertaining. Let alone fucking politics. What are we talking about? It's ridiculous. It's not just like I just want something more. I want I saw fucking Avatar 2. Dude, five minutes into the movie, I was gone. I blacked out. Five minutes. It's so bad. It's so. I get it. I, the problem was is before Avatar 2 started, every single... Don't get me wrong. I'm not bullshitting when I say this. Every preview... Is that what they call Previews? Trailers? Like the trailers? Yeah. The previews, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I s besides one, which was Oppenheimer, which I would I'm I'm so excited to go see Oppenheimer, right? Every other movie, I swear to God, was a DC or a Marvel movie, I swear to God. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. Like what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? Ant Man is like one of the worst movies ever made. It's like one of the worst superheroes ever made paul rudd is a skid mark oh my god it is so bad he is so unenjoyable to watch dude think about paul rudd's busy, biggest success was anchorman and not because of him that's it <laughs> he is so unentertaining and he's fucking he is the most god he is a fucking rice cake in that fucking film it is the whitest fucking driest performance you've ever seen and it's just a lot of he's right behind me isn't he <laughs> like jesus christ uh. <laughs> he's right behind me isn't he like uh. it's like there's no movies i'm seeing anymore there's not we don't have good things i i i, I don't mean to be a big negative fest but i'm like i want to go to the movies and leave the movie theater and be like bro you gotta go see this movie I want to go see a movie where I leave the movie theater. I go, I want, I might want to go see that again. I might. Did, we were talking about this. What's the last movie you did that to? What was one of the movies you did that? Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah. Fantastic movie. It's like 2015. Fantastic. 
movie. Amazing. Right? Interstellar's great. There hasn't been a movie in like 10 years that's like, I need to go see that again. You know what movie I did see twice? And this is fair movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great movie. Mm. Great movie. Saw it twice. Saw it twice in theaters. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Right? <sighs> I just wish everything wasn't so dog shit anymore. Well, movies suck now. That's okay. <sighs> Ant-Man is garbage, though. Dude, it was like the next, the animated Spider-Man. It was the next, it was Ant-Man. It was fucking, fucking Shazam. Who the fuck is watching Shazam? Dude, Shazam is, might as well be Power Rangers. <laughs> the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? <sighs> Avatar 2 is such a scam. It's like visually good. The soundtrack goes crazy. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to shit. I'm not going to. If I had to rate it, like, 5 out of 10. And also, it's racist. I agree. <laughs> Why was Avatar 2 deemed racist? It is racist. Dude, here's the thing. They, like, okay, when you first saw Avatar as a kid, you're like, oh, I get it. It's like these are the Native Americans and the pe the sky people. The sky <laughs> people are, like, you know, fucking, you know, the whites. You know, English, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The French, whatever. You get it. And when you see it, when you see it a second time and you're now, mind you, 10 years older because it's been 10 years and you're 10 years older, you go, this is kind of fucked up. I mean, I get it. I got the I got it the first time. But like the language, like the you, you're watching this. It's so on the nose. and You're like, I get all of it is made up. But the problem is, is that it's clearly like tribes. And it just yeah. seems like they took a bunch of tribes and like made a new one, and it seems racist. It just seems like it. It has this weird like machoism, like the you have to prove yourself, son. Like <laughs> we have to talk to the elder. Like, <laughs> know what I'm saying, dude? They're like three. It's two wine. It's two wine glasses deep from being Peter Pan. What makes the red man red? I swear to God. <laughs> Uh, as if <laughs> you remember that shit <laughs> what makes the red man red it's not good i'm not saying that that should be defended but dude look at that it's this it's on par man it's set of red they're blue i'm saying it's just as bad man avatar is just as bad they just, dude, you know, they had to pick a color and they went, what's a racist color? They went, if we make them red, we're fucking lo all losing our jobs. <laughs> it was like the only not racist color. Now it's racist. <laughs> Avatar 2 made blue racist. <laughs> dude, there's a character named Spider. He's got fucking uh, dude. What does he got? He's got dreadlocks, dude. It's the most boring character in a f dude. There's one part, cause it's supposed to be the the son of the colonel from the original movie. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, she's talking about um, I think it's um, not Winona. I don't know why Winona Ryder. Uh, Alien. Who is that? The girl. Uh, I'll look it up. I don't um, know. but I don't know her name. Sigourney Weaver. I just faded as fuck that, didn't I? I'm sorry. Why did I just say that? It's not Scorny Weaver. Oh, it is oh, yeah. Scorny Weaver. Oh, never oh, mind. Wow, nice. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Scorny Weaver. 
she was in the first one, remember? Mm-hmm. But she as a kid, she was pregnant, and like uh, her, she's in the tube, the Navi tube. But the other kid who's Navi is like grew up Navi, and she's like, I wonder. She like goes to see her mom. She's like, I wonder who my dad is. And Spider's like, Sometimes it's good not to know your dad, and does like the turnaround shit. Just the, <sighs> and they did the, hey man. We don't mean it like that. It's so bad. It's <laughs> so bad. So bad. I don't know how they wrote a character so boring. And there's not real actors in it, man. There's barely any humans in it. They're all blue people. It's all CGI. It doesn't fucking matter. There's it doesn't matter. It's all bullshit. Uh, I'm just waiting for the election, man. I'm just waiting. I'm <laughs> waiting. It's going to be a movie every single day when the election comes out. We will not be complaining then. When the election happens, there'll be a movie every day. I think I'm going to document I, I wonder what the uh, CNN 20... Tw- uh, remember, you know how they do the 1960s, 1980s, 1990s documentary. I wonder what the 20s is going to be. It's going to be horseshit, man. It's gonna be so bad. You know why? They're not gonna talk. They're not gonna talk about Trippy Red in one one moment in that entire documentary. But you know what? They're not gonna talk about the artists that I give a shit about. They're not gonna get. You know what I mean? They're like the 20s was one of the craziest years. They're not gonna talk about Suicide Boys when it comes to the music episode. You know mm-hmm. the music episode. You know what they're gonna fucking talk about? They're gonna talk about Harry Styles. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Harry Styles. He made waves. Uh, who do you think they would talk about in the 20s for the music? Um, Kendrick Lamar. Ooh, they can talk about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, Kendrick. Billy. Yeah, I, was that wait? What? When was Billy? Um, was yeah, I mean twenty. Yeah, yeah. They have to talk about the wave in twenty sixteen of of SoundCloud music. That's like the biggest. That was the wave. Yeah, but not a lot of like older people know about that. Yeah, but older people are, you know, mm. yeah, you know, you don't even have to say it. Out of tune. That's all. Nothing bad. What this is? Um, there wasn't a twenty twenty two YouTube rewind. N- I. Well, no one gives a fuck. What well, was a it? Lot wha- of people give a fuck. What is it? Just going to be clips of Jimmy Fallon? Well, that's why. That's why, people because. There's nothing goes viral anymore. How are you gonna have That's that? Not true. You're you know it's true. No one go, everything's viral. You remember because there used to be a point in YouTube history where getting a million views on something was crazy, like unheard of. Mr. Beast has like. Mr. Beast has videos that are uh, like over a hundred million. Um, what was it, the one rewind like a, a bunch of hate or something? It was 2020, I think, because they didn't make one for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make uh they didn't make one no 2018 it was it was 2018 because they didn't I don't think they made one for 2020 or 2021 uh, oh. uh, I can't see the man they took the dislikes off on your own video caught you lacking not gonna lie caught you lacking not gonna lie over 19 million <laughs> it's got three million likes. <laughs> yeah, YouTube sucks now. YouTube's bad, man. There's ads on everything. They became channel. Th- it's a cable now. Yeah, it's cable. They fucked it. 
It's no more fun. They took everyone who was crazy off. They took any. They took everyone who was crazy off who was funny, as well. Mm. I get that Milo Yiannopoulos is a red flag. All right, I get it. I get that Nick Fuentes is a red flag, but they took off like, number four twenty weed smoker or whatever the bong. Re- he would go oh, the we- the bong reviewer guy. Uh, um, custom growth four twenty. Custom growth four twenty. They took him off. They banned him. No, he's still on there. No, he's banned. No, him up. no, he's not. Yep. No, he's not. Didn't autofill like the that. Like he's still right here. I just don't think he uploads anymore. Twelve days ago. Oh wait. Yeah, he just gets like thirteen. Yeah. He's just not big, dude. His shit was the big one. He's like, oh, remember that? It used to be like a button you could press. Oh, it doesn't matter. Where are we at for time? <laughs> Where are we at for time? <laughs> what a fall off to the episode. <laughs> Where are we at for time? <laughs> 53 and a half. Yeah, let's fucking end this. End it? What am I going to... Oh, um... We got time. Um, a little bit longer. I have new music coming out. Let's talk about real stuff. Okay. It's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a show. Uh, Davey here has a show coming up in February. We'll have more details on that soon. I uh, would love to see people come out to that. I play guitar for Davey. Um, every t- people who have seen us perform... With me doing guitar and you by yourself, but like with the guitar, it says it's great. Yeah. Everyone we've showed done us a little bit of a set for them. Um, that's exciting. We'll release more news about that when we know. It's it's gonna happen. It's just that we need to know like when is our big thing. But February well, we is when, the month. Is the yeah, month? Yeah, I just yeah, it's. A um, so that's happening. I have, uh, I'm getting the cult for sale, uh, next single out, which I'll reveal very soon. Um, most likely coming out in the, I say early February, probably the first week. And I also am working on stuff right now. I'm working on a mixtape with a, another friend of mine. Uh, his name's Speed Up Crash. I have uh, my own music that I'm getting together and uh, we'll be doing promos and stuff like that for it. But yeah, it's exciting to be back in the music game as punishing as it is. Um, but it's fun. I'm hoping my New Year's resolution is to... Oh, I would love to open for somebody that isn't you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I want to I wanna like do the work. Get out there. Get invited. To, hey, man, you'd be really... Hey, man, you want to come out and do this thing with us? I would love it's that. It's not that hard. You just got to... Well, I have to have. I need to have like forty-five minutes. <coughs> oh, you think I I'd do like a thirty? You could even do like a fifteen. You do a ten. Twenty. Yeah, twenty's good. Twenty's a slot. Twenty's a slot. Twenty yeah. or higher is a slot. Yeah. I need to get that much music out, and then then I'll get on the grind of looking everything up. We're getting all the TikToks out and stuff. I'm trying to work on the digital life expectancy more. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to just get my digital footprint out there. Have people yeah. see me. Put your face out there. Get my face Beyond out there. This. You know. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, you've been working on TikToks. That's the move, man. Yeah, I've been making TikToks. But I don't like, I don't, I don't, I hardly put my personality out there. TikToks are the new movies. I'm going to get canceled because people don't, I never put like my actual personality out. I just like do music stuff. Well, you should just talk about shit. Yeah. All I know how to talk about is jerking off. Every time, every episode every, that you've yeah. been on, yeah, even and I just n- even just now, like th- I think that counts. <laughs> Put on the board. 
Should have a counter. Days gone without <laughs> zero. Uh. Well, thank you everyone for listening, tuning in. New episodes every Friday, as always. Check out the clips. We'll be posting them. Uh, I like to do one clip a day. Mm. You know, keep us out there, keep us rolling. I feel like I got a lot of got enough to choose from. So if I can, I can't. If I can, I can. But uh, please. Oh, I forgot to do YouTube shorts. I gotta put YouTube shorts out there. No, dude. It's crazy. You, I, I, I don't bet, know. I, bet, I, I bet. don't know who's watching YouTube shorts, but there's people watching YouTube shorts. Same way that I don't know who's watching Facebook reels. It's like who is watching those? Well, Facebook and Instagram, they're connected. That's fair. <coughs> uh, well, thank you everyone for tuning in again. As always, uh, like and subscribe. Check out uh, all the other accounts. Check out Davy YXNG Davy everywhere. Spotify. SoundCloud, Instagram, wherever. I'll link everyone in the bio. Uh, Thanks for tuning in today, and uh, have a good one. Bye.